Hello, and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And today we are going to talk about uh, one of my choices, which is The Gates. Um, The Gates premiered on, uh, I believe it was the CW? If not, it was ABC Family. I don't know. Does it matter? No. So The Gates is about uh, a family called the Monahans um, that moved to this gated community, which is very cleverly named The Gates. Um, (laughs) And everybody in The Gates, uh, you start finding out that they have secrets. Dun, dun, dun. And yes, so like the main groups of characters in this show are the Monahans. So Nick is the father. He's a former Chicago police officer who um, has a shady past. They're running from something in Chicago. Dun dun dun. Um, his wife is Sarah, and she's this like really nice uh, housewife person who is like kind of a go-getter, but like she wants everybody to get along and like puts her nose into everybody's business all the time because of that. Um, their son is named Charlie, and he's a little fart knocker, and I can't stand Charlie. Because <laughs> um, he's like, I'm going to do what I want, Dad, like, all the time. Um, and then they have this daughter, Dana, who is just this, like, smarty-pants little girl. And she's played by Rose. the same, yeah, Rose mm-hmm. from uh, Heart of Dixie, which I did not know the first time I watched this. Um, then we also have the Radcliffs, who are, should I even... I don't know what the rules are with this one because this is such a spoilery show. It's one of those shows where like everything ends on a cliffhanger in every episode, whether it's actually a good cliffhanger or not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think if it happens within the first five episodes, we can talk about it. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's revealed yeah. within the first five episodes. It's, it's revealed within the first five minutes right. yeah. that Mrs. Radcliffe is a vampire. Um, and you find out pretty soon after that that Mr. Radcliffe is a vampire as mm-hmm. well. Um, they're these British people, they're really well-to-do, and they have a human daughter, dun-dun-dun, mm. whose name is Emily. Um, so Claire and Dylan Radcliffe. Um, and then, who else do we have that's kind of important to the plot? <laughs> um, Andy Bates is this high school girl that um, doesn't have much of a personality to begin with. <laughs> But she's caught in a love triangle between Charlie, who's the new guy in school, and her on-again-and-off-again boyfriend named Brett. Um, And then there's also uh, Nick's two main officers at the police department. Um, Lee, who's like this uh, really strong, independent woman who kind of just hates love. And Marcus, um, who's, like, kind of the senior officer there, and he's just a good stand-up guy. Um, yes. So, I've seen all of this through twice, and it's one of those shows that I love and hate. And I was really (laughs) curious as to what Kim and Elizabeth would think about it. Um, I know Elizabeth's seen at least a few of the episodes prior Mm. to this watch-through. Um, so I'll start off with her because I kind of have an idea of what Kim thinks about it. So, okay. Um, okay. So I, I have watched a few episodes and, um, I actually watched it when it premiered, you know, like mm-hmm. the first, uh, just a few episodes, um, which seems like so long ago now. Well, it was 2010. Oh, so that's yeah. seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. I mean, that's a pretty good time. Um, what do I think of it? Well, <laughs> I kind of like. Okay, I didn't. I didn't really like it. However, 
I found myself wanting to know what happened next. I watched it. (laughs) I watched it uh, the first episode Thursday night. Um, And I was like, I'm just going to watch one and then I'll go to bed. And I was like, well, I'll watch one more. (laughs) Um, So I kind of enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. despite a lot of flaws. I mean... The pilot episode is rough. Oh, it's and so I, rough. I want to talk about it, <laughs> um, but we'll we'll save that for later. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, um, it's something like there's shows that you all have made me watch that I've hated more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I won't say I hated this, but I didn't like it. Right, and. It to me is kind of the pretty bland. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that makes the show stand out. It's just kind of like we want to use these tropes, we want to use the this genre, and we're just going to give you the blandest of the bland characters. Nobody who you can fall fall for. Nobody who you can really root for. So it's a good show to. Uh, it's a good show to have on as your working on a website say (laughs) uh that might have been what i was doing while i was watching this uh yeah and while you were at work with me on the other side of the room yes (laughs) so you were like triple tasking yes yes i was i was getting stuff done i'm just that good Uh, so yeah i wasn't a huge huge fan Mm -hmm. And you're right. The pilot episode is horrible. Oh, we want to just talk about the pilot episode. Can we just start doing that? We can. I want to. I want to preface all of this to say though that the reason why I enjoy this show is because it is a turn turn your brain off kind of thing, Mm -hmm. for the most part. And it's like I know that it's crap. Yeah. This is a guilty pleasure show for me that I totally understand if nobody likes it. That's fine with me, yeah. but there's something about it that that keeps me there, and mm-hmm. I think it's it's just the it started off at least as like the whole what are they? Is this like we know we know the Radcliffs are vampires, but then there's other people that like as you go along, it's like I don't know what they are if they're anything, mm-hmm. and it it kept me curious about it. Um, and then I also really like to hate on certain elements of the show. So this is just, it's its the epitome of a guilty pleasure show for me. And I'm fine if people hate it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, pilot away. Oh my gosh, where to start? <laughs> um, for uh, just so many things, the camera work was like, I mean, not I'm not usually one to criticize camera work, but it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, the writing, the writing was terrible. Was horrible. Andy and uh, what's his face? Uh, Charlie, Charlie or, or Brett. Which one? Which? Charlie. Um, I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, this is happening really fast. Right. They're the epitome of horny teenagers that have no brains. I guess so. Like, or what Hollywood thinks they are, basically. Yeah, I mean, they're very. If they're horny, they're also very chaste in the way that they're horny. <laughs> like, and also, she. I'm like, you have a boyfriend, and then several times, even like after the pilot episode, she's like, I'm just not sure, like, what we are right now, Brett, or something like that. I'm like, are you serious right now? You haven't broken up with him. So you're obviously together. <laughs> like, I don't... I also... Charlie is such a bland character. Mm. Such a bland character. And 
I mean, I recognized uh, Brett, that actor from um, the Arrow. Same, same character in everything he plays in. I guess. Yes. But, like, I can totally see why Brett, the actor that plays Brett, goes on to get another role in that I've never seen Charlie again, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, what... Yeah, it just it just seemed like the cheesiest mm-hmm. like this is what we think a show should be yes, yeah. for the pilot episode and it was I had seen where Janelle like a couple weeks ago put on Facebook something about how horrible the pilot was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that moment when you realize that the pilot you made your friends watch is actually absolutely terrible or something. Yes. <laughs> um but it, even knowing that, it didn't give me a lot of hope for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say, the quality got better. I mean, it did. I mean, it, it but did. The bar but it was so low. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that was the thing. when I After I watched the pilot, I went back and looked at the list of episodes and was like, please tell me the episode that I absolutely love is within the this range because yeah. if it's not there's no chance in hell that you guys are going to want to watch this <laughs> but it was so like the ending of the fourth episode and the whole oh, yeah, fifth episode it's yes. the fifth episode repercussions yeah. that one that's kind of what sealed it for me mm-hmm. and I actually kind of want to talk about that um can I talk about one other thing first? Yeah, no, that's fine. I think it is absolutely crazy that a vampire couple has adopted a human child. It, it's crazy. Like, they are going to... See, I kept thinking about this. That child is going to get older. Eventually, she's going to look older than you. What are you going to do? And you can't live in the gates forever and then, like, not get older. Because there are other people within the gates that are human. So they're going to notice that you're not aging. Does that make sense? Yes. Right? That is the flaw with the show. They address all of that later. <laughs> it's upsetting. I'm all for people of all, like, anybody really adopting children. I think it's a great thing. But I think I might have to draw the line with vampires. <laughs> like, especially, okay, I'm sorry. Another thing. <laughs> Another thing. Um, Claire murders murders someone in the first episode and then um you know he his her husband's very upset with her <laughs> and then later on she's like i made a mistake i'm like girl you murdered someone like <laughs> you're hiding the body in the your freezer you know as one does as yeah uh okay anyway i'm sorry well in the grand scheme of things i will i will stick up for claire on this In the Mm -hmm. grand scheme of things, when you've murdered one person as opposed to, like, like, they show her later on, she normally murders, like, lots of people. (laughs) (laughs) So, like... So, in comparison, it's just not... It was just a mistake. It wasn't someone that lived in the gates. Yeah. So... She she was on good behavior by just murdering the one. (laughs) Basically. I mean, well, so a lot of the things that you brought up are you know, addressed later on in the show. And in some ways, one of the pros about this show to me is that they don't necessarily explain everything. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't use the V and W words until, like, several Um, episodes in. They don't go, I'm a vampire, (laughs) or I'm a werewolf, for, like, a long time in this show. 
And they're kind of like that with some other elements. Like, you're just supposed to kind of watch and figure it out. And in some ways, that's great. Like, I'm, I'm always happy when shows do that, when they don't have to spoon-feed you everything through mm-hmm. exposition. But in other ways, I think it's been detrimental to this show, not addressing some of those um, issues earlier. Like, Claire and um, Dylan bring up, you know, the fact that at some point they're going to have to tell Emily what they are. And mm-hmm. and things like that because she doesn't know. Yeah. So they address a lot of that, but it's not until after the show picks up, and which is also way after a lot of people would have tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> so what where I was going with all of that was um, the only reason I watched this show and have watched it more than once is because it's on Netflix. You're right. <laughs> I don't have to sit through commercials. I can pick it up anytime I want and watch it. Um, I can fast forward if I need to. I can take a little pause break for, like, to go smack my head up against a wall if something <laughs> annoys me. Um, and I think that's literally the only reason I watched it. Um, so, I mean, do you guys think that shows like this, I have no idea, but I feel like some shows like this would probably, um, get more success on Netflix. Like if Netflix was producing it or just if it was available on Netflix? Just available on Netflix. Yeah. Because things, at least to me, like I wouldn't have wasted my time on this if, if I was watching it on live TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Netflix is a, is a really good area for a really, really good resource to have that could potentially make shows into cult shows or shows that people just like that they wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. What do you guys think on that? Yeah, um, I mean, I think that is one of the gems of Netflix is so that you discover the shows that you wouldn't have given the time of day on TV that you, you know, uh, yeah, that you can kind of just keep going, tune in, tune out, whatever, at your leisure. So even sometimes not the best quality shows can do decently because you're bored on a Saturday and you have nothing else to do so I'm going to watch this Um, Mm -hmm. it'll keep me company as I do chores or something right and also um, it's also big benefit for like indie movies or movies that just um, were cheaply made but might not be bad. So mm-hmm. it's like they weren't able to be released in the theaters, but now they have this new platform to mm-hmm. be released on. Does that make sense? Right. Um, and uh, I could definitely think, I think, could think of one show right now that is, I had a serious, a similar experience with. Um, it's a terrible show, but I loved watching it on Netflix. <laughs> what show? Um, it's called The Royals. It's on. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, That's another CW, isn't it? Uh, it's e. It's like, I want to say it's like um, it's not Bravo. I want to say it's E or something. Maybe E is on. I don't know. It's mm. not CW though. It oh. sounds like it would be CW, but it's not. CW is one that I'm thinking of. Is Rain. Mm. Oh, Rain. Yeah. yeah. I've not watched that yet, but I heard that it's it's good though. Um, I've also heard that it's crap. <laughs> well, <laughs> isn't this as CW shows go, potato, potato. As we are proving right now, you can enjoy something and it not be good. <laughs> oh, I know. Believe me, I know. Yeah, that's like your bread and butter. <laughs> as long as I love it more than I hate it, it's right. all good. 
See, or I hate or I love to hate it. See, and like this this is kind of up your alley and like things that you like. So I think that's mm-hmm. why you you kind of have that relationship with it. Where for me, like I need that one or two like intriguing character and I really don't feel like we get one or two intriguing characters at all. Yeah. Really? So, okay, I will admit that I really like um oh what's his name? The vampire. You know, I think he's the only vampire that we've been. Well, no, not the, not the Radcliffs. The no, the Radcliffe, like Mister Radcliffe. Oh, Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> I like. Dylan. I like Dylan. Even though, like, okay, I've been thinking about this, and I really think that Claire's story. I don't know if this is the right word to use, but could be used as like this analogy for like this, like housewife that you know her husband's like trying to put her in this box, you know. Mm-hmm. You need to go to, you need to do all those housewife things. Not that I'm trying to say that that's something that makes um, a woman, like, less than, you know. But, but, I'm saying, I, but like, it's obvious that Claire wants more agency outside the home. I was going to say, I think the show actually does address that, too, because mm-hmm. they have dinner with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that person talks about how, like, that wasn't for her, but, oh, look, you know, and mm-hmm. you can just see that it's not for Claire either. This is yeah. killing her mm-hmm. to be in this role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dylan, like, puts a lot of pressure on her to do that. And then part of me is, like, why did you adopt a child if you <laughs> couldn't live like this? Like, right. See, this is why you need to keep watching. Yeah. Because all of this is answered. Mm-hmm. But Dylan's accent gets Ooh. me. I'm oh, like, yes. I was going to say. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> like, I really shouldn't like you. But like, Dylan Dylan is fine. Like, I like his accent, too. And in different writing hands or mm-hmm. whatever, he could be an intriguing character, I think. I think there's a number of characters that could be intriguing characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But either the writing or the acting or a combination of both leaves us with very leaves us with very flat um, yeah portrayals. You know what cracks me up is that um, the new sheriff I don't know what his name is Nick, Nick Monahan just wants to do his job. Mm-hmm. You know he's like, <laughs> like um, he's trying to investigate the disappearing contractor and everybody is like no don't do that. Just like <laughs> his wife would rather him just not do his job, you know. And I yeah. get what she's saying, but at the same time, I'm like, he's the sheriff, you know. If something is amiss, you know, you got he's got to investigate it. Well, it wasn't necessarily that he, she didn't want him to investigate it. She didn't want him to investigate harshly into the Radcliffs, whom she just made friends with. Uh, yeah. Which I get, and yet I also don't at the same time. Mm-hmm. But here again, it's not just her though; it's also people working at the, you know, the station. They're like, "Well, we don't, you know, people like their privacy, mm-hmm. you know? right?" Well, because like this, it just cracks me up. You know, that's his job, and nobody wants him to do right. it. Right. Well, because the community is supposedly like for safety or whatever, but really, it's all these all these people with secrets to hide, mm-hmm. and they know that they all have secrets to hide. Yeah, and. But they might not know what each other's secrets are, but they all kind of know that this is a safe space for those who are different or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's all just a bunch of bull on this, you know, like, right. so that's why things don't, they don't want a police chief who's going to investigate thoroughly. They right. don't want somebody who's going to find out what's really going on. Like, and there are rules for the community where they're not, like, supposed to 
kill each other for their blood or because they're werewolves or whatever. Yeah. But I don't really know where I was going with that. But you, No, you that's fine. Point. I also think it's very strange that everybody's okay with all these cameras <clears throat> around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I'm like, guys, you know, <laughs> like, something's up with this. And we later find out that, uh, I want to say it's the mayor, but it's not the mayor. It's the guy that built the, the mm, development, the right? The founder. Um, is spying on them and, like, collecting dirt on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is crazy. I find him really interesting. You hear more about him later on. He kind of becomes um, not the center, but he's he's a big focus in a couple of episodes. Um, so I think what I'm gathering from all of this, having watched it all the way through several times, being very fresh on this, um, I'm thinking that the biggest problem of the show is simply that they took too long to explain things. Because everything that you guys have, like... Well, then, other times, it's like they don't take enough time. Like, the whole Andy and Charlie storyline. Like, they develop a relationship within the first episode. Based on nothing. I'm sorry. It's nothing. (laughs) The romance in this show is terrible between them. Mm -hmm. There are, like, I really like the sheriff and his wife. I think they have a really good marriage, and they start, like, showing that later on. Um as good of marriage as they can for the circumstances they're in. Um, and I think the Radcliffs, too, you get to see a whole lot more, and everything will make so much sense in, like, three episodes if you guys hang in there. Yeah. Um, because it's, I, I mean, the answers are all there. The justification is all there. Like, you really get to see these people's side for a lot of issues not for everything some of it's still stupid it's very stupid but um they took way too long to explain things i think that's, See, that's for, what i'm coming to for me they never made me care about all these questions like yeah. it's not dynamic enough that i care yeah i don't think it's sometimes the problem that it takes a long time to explain things but that you have to get your audience invested in the questions mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a really good point like with Scream, I don't know everything because I this is on my mind because I just edited the episode, but we don't know all the answers at once. But for me, I was invested in finding out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And like the first, the first real like truly intriguing thing for me was the reveal at the end of episode five, where uh, the the creator of this um, neighborhood is taping them that's like was really the first plot of intrigue to me mm-hmm. um again and that's that's probably more because that's a little bit more psychological could be dealing with like just people and not the supernatural realm of stuff and like for me if i'm going to be invested in like vampires or werewolves like i'm very picky on like on that type of genre stuff and so it's going to take a lot to get me invested mm-hmm. in that and for me this fa- this show just it fails yeah um and that like but the more just kind of human aspect of this guy's been creepy and taping them at, for blackmailing and i'm like oh now that's interesting yeah like but i don't really care that vampires are raising a human child like <laughs> okay <laughs> Good for you. Don't <laughs> don't don't suck her blood. Right. <laughs> uh, 
Um, oh my god, they're raising an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now she'd be an hors d'oeuvre. As she gets older, she could be the main course. Yeah. Depends on how much self-control Claire has. Right. <laughs> uh, can we talk about, like, all the familiar faces that popped up? Did yeah. Did you notice other let's, familiar faces? I did, let's yeah. go with it. Because um, that was a fun little... We've got, and we have people from a lot of, like, other teen, CW, maybe Fox, whatever. MTV. But like, yeah, different, like, more teen kind of geared shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deb from One Tree Hill. No, I um, Crap. Oh, wait. Uh, Deb, uh, Nathan's mom. De- she is. Nathan is who? Uh, Nathan from One Tree Hill, not from the oh, show. Oh, no. I mean, I know who Deb oh, is. Okay. I'm trying to place her with the end. The gates. Oh, okay. Um, Let she's, me look this up. She's the dressmaker or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. yes. Okay, yep. Um, and then we already mentioned Rose from Heart of Dixie plays mm-hmm. the daughter. And then uh, Jake Kane from Veronica Mars. Who? <laughs> uh do you know who I'm talking about? Who who he plays in Veronica Mars? Lily and Duncan's dad. Oh, what? He, he plays the succubus's uh, father. Yeah. Oh I didn't my know. Gosh, I forgot yeah. he was from there. Um, you guys aren't that good at this game. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm plenty good at this game, just not these people that you're mentioning. Yeah. Okay. But that one you should have gotten. Yes. It's been a long time since I've watched Veronica Mars, and I did not give a crap about the Canes. Um, but he's such an evil person. Yeah, I stopped caring. Uh, I'm trying to think of... I feel like there's a few others. And then there's also a number of actors that I feel like have the type of faces that get cast a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people I'm like... I feel like I should know you from somewhere, but you're not from Uh, anywhere. Yeah, like the, okay, I think that the other vampire that Claire is like, that's into Claire, that's not Dylan. Christian, he's in everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Paul Blackthorne. Okay. And then um, I really think I recognize uh, Andy from somewhere. She Um, was, um, what was the name of it? Uh, Nine Lives of Chloe King. Okay. Um, It was an ABC Family show. Um, the guy who plays Dylan was from, he was the prince in The Prince and Me, that Julia Stiles movie. Oh, he was the okay. first one? Yeah. Oh, I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have not seen it. I just I knew that I either. recognized him from somewhere. Wait, wait, who was that? Um, what 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 character in The he Gates? He was Dylan. He was okay. the, the dude. Okay, that, that makes more sense. At first, I was thinking of the sheriff or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's not, no, but now no. that. Now, the sheriff... I haven't really seen him in much. He honestly hasn't been in much, Mm -hmm. Um, except, like, his big thing recently was that he was in Captain America Winter Soldier as a a, um, S.H.I.E.L.D. slash HYDRA agent. He was a bad guy in disguise. Um, And then he has a brief part in Captain America Civil War as Crossbones. Um, He's the bad guy that they kill in... um, Kenya? They, they go somewhere and accidentally explode a lot of people because of him. Um, and he finally dies and he's a jerk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's also Colton Haynes, who we mentioned. Colton is in everything. He's in Arrow. He was in Teen Wolf. And he always plays the angry, misunderstood, pretty guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Teresa was also... You're not going to know these two references. 
was also in Grey's Anatomy. She was the person who George saved. Oh, okay. And, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. And in the OC, she was uh, Ryan Atwood's girlfriend and um, the grandpa's long lost daughter, Lindsay, maybe. I can't remember what her name okay. exactly was on there. But in first season, yeah. it was the grandpa's long lost daughter storyline who Ryan yeah. dated. I think it was first season. Okay. Um, the. Um uh, the blonde girl that runs the spa, she looks really familiar too. Yes. She looks super familiar to me too. But like I've I looked at her IMDb page and like I don't know her from the things that are listed on there. We'll see, and that's like, um, is it Claire? Is that the vampire? Yeah. And sheriff's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Like they both have faces to me too, that seem like they should be from something, but they, they weren't faces? from something. Do they really have faces? I didn't know. <laughs> there was more to that. <laughs> um, so Devin, the spa chick, um, she's been in some little, little things. That she was in private practice. Okay, maybe that's why you know her. Castle, cold case, monk. She's done a lot of like so that's one-offs why. or in shows that mm-hmm. like. Didn't last I've very long. seen, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Hmm. And I feel like a number of the actors, actresses on here are in a lot of one-offs, whatever, and that kind of might explain some, like, some of the fact that these don't seem to be, like, well-rounded characters <laughs> and, like, yeah. like, that, like, one or two in a show, okay, but... If, it, it, it doesn't. Like it didn't. Cast. It didn't seem to work for them all to carry the show. Yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, a lot of that had to do with writing mm-hmm. dialogue. Um, I mean, there's also a whole lot of people in there that are in Teen Wolf, which has been like a really successful show. Mm-hmm. So like Colton was in it, um, and then the chick who uh, she was a vampire that um, tried to turn the shop owner. Like, the dress lady, dress shop owner. Okay. Um, she's in Teen Wolf. Oh, the, okay. The, 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 like, Mr. McAllister. You see him, in the first five episodes, I think you only see him once, but um, he's played by Lyndon Ashby, and he, uh, the sheriff, like, break. this is the irony of it, the sheriff breaks into his home because right. they think a break-in's going on. Um, well... Mr. McAllister plays the sheriff in Teen Wolf. Oh. <laughs> He's Sheriff Stalinsky. Um, so, I mean, there's there's a number, and I feel like there's more people that I just can't think of off the top of my head. It's a weird mishmash of, like, people who haven't done much with a lot of other people that have done other successful things. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, also, I have to bring this up. The sheriff, after getting a search warrant denied to go search the Radcliffe's home, the sheriff then drives over there and like walks around the property right. i'm like that's not okay dude right <laughs> like what do you think you're doing not you got, at all like that's not anything you even find wouldn't even be admissible in court and you have to know that right it doesn't make any sense sorry yeah no it doesn't and that's that's one of the issues that i have with um his name is not frank in this that's his real name uh nick, nick is the we get the impression that he's supposed to be a good cop. Mm-hmm. 
just that something shady had happened. But then he does stuff like that. And yeah. it's, it kind of throws everything into suspicion. But he's also our hero. Right. And so I kind of feel like that doesn't work. Like, I almost kind of have to excuse some of that so I can just get beyond it and see that he is the character that they want him to be. Yes, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'm kind of I'm kind of sad, though, that you guys didn't find the Radcliffs interesting. Um, I kind of, I do. It's not that I don't find them interesting. Um I think that out of everyone, they're probably the most interesting. I'm trying to think of, like, I do think that they're a driving force in the show. I kind of like that uh, Nick and Dylan kind of bond, not really bond, after the father-daughter dance. Right. <laughs> I think they're really kind of adorable yeah. in that episode when they're, like, I casually like, bonding. And it's, yeah. like... I like it when he picks up the corsage for Nick and he's, like, I saw that you hadn't picked yours up yet. <laughs> And I don't know why, but I thought it was really sweet. That That is cute and a fun storyline. I have to say, it was getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was getting better. There you go. That's a good, good commentary from Kim. I feel like the way they paint. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be positive, Elizabeth. Sorry. Oh, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just cracked me up in that moment. Um, but I do find them interesting. I do want to find out what's going to happen, um, kind of, with them. Mm-hmm. They're very, I don't know, um, fi- figure out where Claire's storyline is going also, kind of, with the whole, like, I kind of got into the whole, um, her storyline kind of, like, from a feminist angle. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm like, it's hard to kind of support Claire's ambitions because she just wants to kill people, but (laughs) (laughs) kind of like, let her be liberated, let her kill as many humans as she wants. It's kind of hard to get behind that, but I do kind of appreciate what they're trying to do there. Right. Well, the question is, is that actually what she wants is to just go off and be free or is it that she just doesn't? she hasn't decided that what she has is what she wants. Well, I don't know why it has to be one or the other. Why can't she find some kind of middle? Why does she have to be a total housewife or a serial killer? Can't she find something calling ground? Can't she be a regular killer and... (laughs) Maybe, Maybe she doesn't, like... I don't know. Like, maybe she gets a job. I kept thinking to myself, look, she just needs to be more occupied. <laughs> like, she needs a job. She needs to focus more. She just gets bored, you know? <laughs> like, he gets to go out of the house and travel, and then he just comes back and scolds her for, you know, um, I feel like I'm getting down on Dylan. I am not. don't mean to do that. But scolds her for killing people, you know, and... I feel like he has more agency in the relationship than she does. Oh, he definitely does. Um, well, and, but I think that, yes, if she wanted to maybe do something besides kill people, we, he might be supportive of that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but it's the going out and killing people and sucking their blood that they have sworn off because they're raising this uh, human daughter that he's having a hard time with. Yeah. It's a little more complicated than you just can't do things outside of the house. No, I agree. I agree. I just, I agree. Maybe she could just, instead of kill them, maybe she could just, like, suck a little bit of their blood, then use some of uh, the spa's herbs to make them forget that she did that, you know? Oh, 
Don't even open that can of worms. Oh, okay. Oh my. Oh, I am curious to see what is her name. That woman that runs the sh- the spa. That's not Devin. Devin. Curious to see what she is uh, doing, collecting all those Claire's blood, and like she's definitely got some schemes going on, mm-hmm. like with the whole. Um, what is it? What's the face mask the face called? Masks? Yeah. I'm like, she's definitely taken years off their life and then, like, sell- somehow saving those years for herself. You know what I mean? Janelle's like, I know what you mean, Elizabeth. You're all onto something. <laughs> no, Janelle's like, Elizabeth knows nothing. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> I know everything. Um, I will say Devin is kind of, like, the most infuriating but also the best character in the whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, because she's... She's too dang smart. Yeah, there's. Do you think there's too many plot lines going on, or the right amount, or not enough? I know there's Let's one go that I would... what we have. We have um, we have Andy, Dylan, Brett. Well, actually, Andy and Dylan, Brett. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never mind. Andy I'm... is not with Mr. Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little more interesting than with who she is now, Charlie. <laughs> Andy and Charlie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, so Andy and Charlie, Brett, Dylan and Claire, Nick and his wife, um, and then we have the two cops who kind of have their own storyline now. Well, both of them well, have like, storylines. separately. That's the thing. Everybody pretty much has some kind of independent storyline mm-hmm. and some kind of intertwined storyline, at least one. Mm-hmm. But it's some for some reason I don't at least trying to for think me, about I could think of a few one person I would get rid of off the top of my head oh and then we didn't even get to uh, Devin I could and yeah. what's the other team's name Jacob is that it the oh Brett, my gosh yes the people that oh, Brett Lucas. goes and runs okay Lucas like, yeah. some one other episode. white boy that that type of show name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it was like in the first or second episode where he was like, can't you see Andy's not the girl for you? I really want him to be like, can't you see I'm the man for you? <laughs> you don't want Andy? We're supposed to be together. Oh my gosh. Um, I can't stand dang. Lucas. Get your butt out of, get your nose or get your head out of his butt, Lucas. <laughs> uh. <laughs> dog reference? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, uh, I... Sniffing around Brett. There, there's a lot going on, and I think it would be better served yeah. if they zeroed in on, like, on the Ratcliffs and the Monahans. Monahans, yeah. The Monahans. And then maybe from there, since they're going to focus on Charlie, like, Charlie and Andy, and even you can have a little bit of... I mean, not Andy. Well, maybe Andy, but Charlie. Get rid of Charlie. Just have her be with Brett. He's much more interesting. Just get rid of Charlie, I think, personally. But you have to have, like, one of the main families have, like, a teenage kid. Okay, fine. We can keep Charlie and Andy. He does a really good job of playing the character that he has. Like, he gets a, a little bit bigger part later, and he does a really good job of it. Like, he seems like a father who's just in this impossible situation. Mm-hmm. See, okay, for me, because I have Jake Kane and in my head, he seems untrustworthy. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Because of who he played as Jake Kane. Like yeah. so for me, like he seems like a sweet father, but he also seems like there's mm-hmm. there's gotta be other motives. There's gotta be a little bit of, yeah. you know. 
Also, um, I really don't support or understand Andy's aversion to taking the medicine. I'm like, you stupid girl. Right. You don't even know if those uh, side effects are going to happen. Take the medicine, Andy. But, I mean, she's a teenage girl just finding out she's a succubus. Yeah. Like. Well, like, for- the last thing <laughs> teens want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's hard to deal with. I couldn't imagine. Uh, I mean, it's hard enough just being a teenage girl. Like, but to find out you're also a succubus, it'd be a little difficult. You might want to, like, know all your options. You might resist a little bit. I guess a little. And for, okay, for context, normal teenagers don't want to be different. They want to be able to fit in. They want to be different, but in their own way Mm -hmm. to fit in, you know? It's everything is driven by acceptance. So the fact that she is something that can hurt people very easily is like freaky. I don't support her not taking her medicine either. Let's preface all this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it also really makes sense um, because she's a teenager. All she probably wants to do is suck somebody's face, but she can't because she'll kill them. Well, if she she took her medicine, she could be sucking somebody's face. I think she just. I, I imagine that she just wants to avoid it all and just hope that it's all normal. If she can act like it's all normal, mm-hmm. then it will be all normal until she kills somebody. Yeah. You know, I, I get the reasoning. I don't support it. I get the reasoning behind it. I don't it. get and I the reasoning at all, but I well, understand what you're trying to say. And Definitely. I feel like she's still digesting. She's just learning that her mother was this. She's just That's learning true. all about this. Yeah. So it's like... She, she's digesting, figuring out what that means, and her father's still not being completely honest with yeah, her. That's true. So she she sees what she thinks was a successful relationship mm-hmm. and that it was able to be controlled. Yeah. And so that gives her hope. So he's going to have to be upfront with her, yeah. which yeah. is going to make her hate him because he killed her mother for, in self defense. But. So I say, like, give her time. Like, th- okay. this is, we're still within, like, a few days of her finding out she's a succubus. Yeah. That's a good point. As a habitual avoider, I understand her perspective. Yeah. <laughs> so we've solved that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any any final thoughts on the show? No. No, I'm good. <laughs> no. Do you think you're going to continue with it? Um, right now, I just um, kind of, like, got into this other show, mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to finish that, but maybe. Okay. Kim, I imagine it's a no, right? Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> really, really don't care what's going on in their lives, and I'm, I'm good to just, hey, nice to see you. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I won't be, but you all keep mm-hmm. on your merry way. So, Elizabeth, what's next? Um, Okay, I'm going to make you guys watch the first few episodes of Unreal. I believe that they're an hour long. If they are, the first five. And if they're three minutes, I can't remember anymore. Do the first ten. I'm kind of like... I I ended up loving this show. It has so much drama. And um, Uh, it's just like everything I love about... Like, like, uh, just television sometimes just that get lost in all this like drama and all these bad people doing bad things um but that's kind of why i think that you guys might not like it um because 
I also can't really think of a likable character. And I know that's something that Kim really needs. <laughs> I do my, like my likable now, characters. There is one character that I really like, but I can't tell you guys that yet. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, I read online that it's supposed to have a feminist slant um, to it. So I really be interested in hearing y'all's thoughts on that i don't usually give you guys a prompt beforehand but i really want to talk about do you think that this is a feminist show and if so why and if not there's probably a lot of evidence for why not so i'm interested um it's on netflix so yeah that's what we'll be doing next time i'm excited (laughs) if you want more i love it don't you content you can visit i love it don't you dot wordpress.com um and also Please feel free to follow us on all our social media accounts. We're on like Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. Tell us what you thought of the show. And if you really enjoyed it, we'd really appreciate um, a review on iTunes. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Just wanted to let you know Unreal is available on Hulu, not Netflix. Thanks again for listening.